Welcome to The Church Door, a place where I can post my Bible studies and sermons for your listening pleasure. I'm the Reverend Matthew Fenn, pastor of St. Peter's Evangelical Lutheran Church in Stratford, Ontario. Thanks for tuning us in. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, as Protestants living in North America, we get a little fidgety when we hear talk of priests, don't we? When talking to people about coming to church or about going to private confession, one sometimes encounters a certain amount of resistance. The ideas, the concepts associated with priesthood are not a popular subject amongst Protestants. The common attitude of many is, I don't need a priest. How many of you have heard somebody say that? I don't need a priest. I can go directly to God and ask forgiveness. I have a personal relationship with God. I often go to God directly in prayer, and if I pray to Him, He will forgive my sins. Why do I need a priest to stand in the way between me and God? I can do it myself. That kind of attitude can be very dangerous. Sometimes we feel perfectly capable of managing our own relationship with God in our own way, at our own pace, and according to our own desires. It's that North American, do-it-yourself kind of attitude. However, our reading, our second reading from Hebrews, tells us that we cannot do it ourselves, We cannot go directly to God. We need a priest. Now, first, it's important to realize, to recognize the distance, the real distance that exists between ourselves and God. We think twice about sauntering into the presence of the prime minister or walking right up next to Liz, Queen of Canada, and talking to her nonchalantly. We wouldn't do it. We would think twice. What makes us think that we can walk waltz right up to the God of the universe, the thrice holy God, and just have a chat? We often have a problem asking for help, don't we? We don't like to ask for help. We think we can do it on our own. We'd rather not get help than admit that we need it a lot of times. But let's use an analogy. Let's say you're looking for a promotion at work. You're looking, or maybe you're going for a job interview, or maybe you're looking to talk to a woman or a a nice guy. What might you do? Well, you might try to find somebody, an intermediary, who will pave the way and who'll put in a good word for you. So too, the distance between us and God is vast. And the distance is created by our sin. It's our refusal to give God what He's due. We have this inward 
propensity to twist and misunderstand religion to be about something we do. But we have to see our need for an intermediary. For someone who will put a good word in with God for us. Now priests were held in great esteem in the ancient world for that very reason. Priests stand between God and people. They're mediators. The Latin word for priest means bridge maker. Bridge maker. Under the old covenant, the high priest served as a bridge. A bridge between God and people. God had authorized and empowered the high priest to represent the people to God and God to the people. Now, as a human himself, he represents other humans before God, especially when he offers animal sacrifices for sins. Now, those animal sacrifices, those were not meant to twist God's arm as if there was something we could do uh, to put God in our debt. A priest who's offering animal sacrifices is offering sacrifices to make amends for sins. Atonement. But there's a catch to these Old Testament priests, isn't there? The priests are also sinners, aren't they? And so they're part of the problem, not part of the solution. And so they have to offer animal sacrifices, not just for the people, but also for, for themselves. And so the animal sacrifices just kept going and going, day after day, year after year, nothing ever done about it. Nothing's changed, though. We still need a high priest. We still need somebody to put a good word in with God for us. God has appointed a high priest, His Son, Jesus Christ, to build a bridge to cover the distance between us and God. Jesus is our mediator before God. You cannot go to God on your own. You need Jesus Christ. That's why you pray in Jesus' name. You don't go to God on your own. You don't have a direct relationship with God. Your relationship with God is founded in and based in Jesus Christ as your mediator. Because Jesus is fully human, He can represent us. We're the problem, right? Humanity's the problem. We refused to give God worship and praise. We, we refuse to fear, love, and trust in Him above all things. And it's our responsibility to make amends for sin, right? Human responsibility. But the gap, the chasm between us and God is so great that only God can bridge it. So only we, only humans owe God because of our sin. And only God can pay it. So what's the solution? Jesus Christ. The mediator has to be, at the same time, 100% human and 100% God. 
That way he can represent God to us and us to God. Never has there been somebody more uniquely qualified to be your mediator than the God-man, Jesus Christ. No other priest can bring you eternal salvation. God has given you His own Son as a high priest to stand alongside you. Jesus has no successor. His office, His priesthood is eternal. His work of mediation will never end. It never needs to be repeated. The problem is human disobedience. That's what separates us from God. Our own disobedience. But as Paul says in Romans 5, just as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, so by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. Human disobedience is the problem. Jesus' obedience is the solution. It's the answer. To repair the breach between humanity and God. The breach that we opened because of our sin. Jesus entered into the suffering and death that, Adam's, that resulted from Adam's sin. He builds the bridge between us and God. That bridge is built of Jesus' obedience. Because of His obedience, your salvation has been earned. And this salvation is eternal. That means it's perpetual, unending, lasting forever and ever. The work is completed. Nothing, no ceremonies, no sacrifices, nothing needs to be added to this work to save you. The bill already reads, paid in full. Because Christ has overcome death, and He now lives and reigns forever, we are offered a salvation which is eternal, unending. His whole life was a life of perfect obedience. And He suffered bitter de a bitter death. And He did so to undo the ravages of sin upon us. This eternal life is held out to everybody who clings to Jesus as their high priest. Jesus' perfect obedience made Him the perfect mediator between God and man. Think for a moment of the Garden of Gethsemane. In the Garden of Gethsemane, we're shown just what kind of Savior we have. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus was crying with bitter tears and anguish, pleading that it, with His Father that He would be um, released, re delivered from the jaws of death. And God answered His prayer. On the third day, after His death, God answered His prayer, and Jesus was raised from the dead, victorious over death. Jesus now lives and He continues to cry out with that same fervency to God for your salvation. Jesus is always in heaven putting in a good word for you. The God who was able to raise Jesus from the dead is the same God who can save you. 
Jesus prays for you. He makes intercession on your behalf. You have someone in your corner. You have someone to be a rock when you find yourself in hard places. Do you suffer in this life? If you have tears, if you have loud cries, if you're mourning the death of a loved one, if you're poor, if you find yourself just overwhelmed with life, if you're terrified or sick or lonely, your tears, your cries, your clenched silences are met and answered by Jesus Christ, our great high priest. We have a high priest who understands us. He understands what we suffer. He gets it. He knows how difficult it is to resist the devil, to resist temptation, to resist the world. He knows because he suffered it all. He experienced it all for you. Jesus Christ, the second person of the Trinity, learned obedience through what he suffered. This is how God works, brothers and sisters. This is how God works in the world. This is how God saves you. He doesn't come in by sending in the tanks. He doesn't save you by overpowering your enemies with force and giving you a dramatic victory. How does he save you? He saves you by the suffering and death of the Messiah. He saves you through suffering and death. No one else can ever exercise that kind of sympathy in your suffering. Christ bridges the gap between God and humanity because he's joined in our human suffering. Jesus is the bridge builder extraordinaire. So the do-it-yourself approach to God simply won't work. In that system, you have no mediator. No one to represent you before God. If that's the case, then you're simply left relying upon yourself for your own salvation. You, you have to bridge that insurmountable gap all by yourself. If you do it yourself, who will help you in your weakness? If you do it yourself, who will listen to your cries? You would have no hope of salvation. No hope of a salvation which lasts forever and ever. But Hebrews puts before us the alternative to going it alone. You cannot go directly to God. God has come to you. He's come to you in Jesus. You need Jesus to, to bridge the gap between you and God. And that's why God sent Jesus to be the high priest. We must place our confidence in Him alone. God has given us a real high priest who's learned obedience, who became a sacrifice for us. Jesus is a mediator who understands your and cares about your problems, your trials, your temptations. Who not only understands what you're going through, but will deal gently with you. Jesus is the source of your salvation. As Hebrews says, since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast to our confession. Let us therefore approach 
the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And may that peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. You've been listening to The Church Door. Thanks again for tuning in. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, you can reach me, Pastor Matthew Fenn, at revfenn, R-E-V-F-E-N-N, at icloud.com. Look forward to having you with us again next time.